Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Square Circle Journal's Ringside Ramblings. I'm your host today, Sam Keola, the wrestling connoisseur, and I am on my commute here and thought, why not do a little show as I'm driving along, so you'll have to bear with me for uh, any static, any tire screeching, or any profanity that presumes in the form of road rage. If you like our theme song, Google Kevin McCloud, and um, you know there's a lot of great music out there uh, that he does. So I would would beg you, give him a listen. Today, Monday, prepping for Monday Night Raw. And there's a lot of hype around Monday Night Raw this week. Uh, Just to go over what happened last week was the big NXT quote-unquote invasion. Uh, Not really an invasion angle, but definitely an NXT invasion of sorts with uh, Ciampa and Gargano, Ricochet, and Aleister Black. Not just on Monday Night Raw, but on SmackDown as well. So will we see them in action this Monday night? You know, I I know there's been a couple matches announced for SmackDown, but I haven't heard anything really announced for for Raw tonight. Uh, But I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see them in action tonight. The biggest thing, a couple weeks ago, they announced Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration. Uh, I believe his actual birthday has already happened. I believe it was this past weekend, maybe Friday night, I'm not sure. Um, there's some videos out there on Twitter and whatnot with an emotional Ric Flair. Uh, that's where the, the picture of Jericho and Triple H has popped up and the unequivocal Twitter fans, the fan WWE fanboys who are posting things like, look, Triple H to AEW because Jericho took a picture with Triple H at the Ric Flair bash. Uh, and Man, I'm, I just I don't I don't get a lot of this AEW hate. I really don't. But um, these prepubescent jokes are entertaining in and of themselves because they're so stupid. Uh, yeah, I'll just leave that like that. In other news, besides Ric Flair bash tonight, is the return. Of Roman Reigns to a WWE ring to give an update on his status in his battle against leukemia. Um, there's been a lot of speculation out on Twitter. I don't see so much of this stuff on Facebook, um, and and I'm a I'm a part of a few wrestling groups, but these wrestling groups I'm part of on Facebook are more tightly knit. Uh, versus Twitter, which are is just you know forty characters or less from random people. Uh, so a lot of speculation. I'm, I'm feeling a lot of toxicity on Twitter from the Roman Reigns speculation, and I have not been quiet about that. There is a certain amount of obsession and selfishness I'm seeing from some of these Roman Reigns fans. Um, that is just basically demanding 
him returning to the ring tonight. Not just in the ring to give an update, but returning to the ring. They want Roman at WrestleMania. They want Roman at Fastlane. They want Roman to to have conquered leukemia already and uh, essentially just returning to a WWE ring to entertain them. They demand entertainment right now. Uh, and I'm sorry, but that's that's a bit toxic, in my opinion. Uh, leukemia is a serious thing. Cancer is serious. And uh, hopefully he does announce tonight that he is in remission uh, from it. But that still requires uh, a lot of time for treatment. So that he... Uh, does completely conquer leukemia. And, uh, you know, this is his second round, his second go with it. And, you know, there are uh, certain aspects of reality that some of these fans need to come to terms with. Uh, And I I don't say this in a uh, place of malice, but this is a human being. You know, we're not talking about the character of Roman anymore. We're talking about the human being Joe now. And he needs space. He needs time. And he he needs that ability to heal himself first and foremost before he can just come back and entertain everybody. And, you know, maybe, maybe some of these fans, maybe their heart's in the right place. Maybe they're just stupid. I don't know. Uh, Personally, I don't care. But I, I think fans need to understand that this this isn't something, this isn't a cold, he doesn't have the flu, it's not like when, uh, uh, I believe it was Roman and Bray Wyatt were sick last year, maybe the year before last, Um, some say they had the flu, others said they had uh, different things, whatever it was, I believe one said it was meningitis, I've had meningitis before, it's not a fun trip, that in itself takes like two months to fully recover from. We're talking about cancer the second time around, and it's a serious ordeal, and, you know, you need time to heal. Uh, You need time to let your body take whatever treatment options are available to you. Um, So I'm hoping that people will, after this, will, will stop with the Oh, Roman's going to WrestleMania. And even some of the, the, you know, non-fans are like, oh, he's going to get added to the triple, you know, into a triple threat match for the title. No. You know, and and hey, if he does, more power to him. Uh, But I I do not personally believe that we're going to get an announcement of his in-ring return. Uh, Everything I've seen officially says an update on his health. So I don't expect an announcement that he's going to be um, at Fastlane or WrestleMania or that he's going to be coming back. I know his trainer had posted something about he's training to come back to the ring. Hey, he's a wrestler. He, you know, he's going to keep his regimen up of, of training and whatnot. And I'm sure there is hopes and his spirits are high to return to the ring, uh, at some point, but let's, you know, let's look at the health situation at hand and let's not speculate further than, than you know, reality. 
Uh, and I'm all for speculation, don't get me wrong. I am completely for speculation. What's going to happen in wrestling? You want to fantasize about wrestling? Go for it. But in this situation, we're talking about a man's health. And I, I don't feel we would do this in any other uh, aspect of health. You know, we, you know, if he had a concussion, yes, like with Daniel Bryan, we could talk about that. You know, Daniel Bryan had a concussion, and it's like, oh, man, yeah, I wish he could return to the ring. But if he doesn't, I completely understand because he has severe concussions. And, you know, it, it turned out for the better. Daniel Bryan has been able to return to the ring. But if the situation was reversed, you might have heard that big truck just going by right now traffic's crazy uh if the situation was reversed and Daniel Bryan couldn't return to the ring you know and he was giving an an update on his health which we have seen um you know it's and even that is a little bit different because you know obviously concussion you could you can heal up and you may not know much about it um from uh, a health standpoint of, you know, announcements and whatnot, it can be at any point. Whereas leukemia and cancer, you know, it's, you have to take treatment and it's a, even a bigger, serious, more serious problem. So I wish Roman Reigns, Joe, I wish him all the best and hopefully he gets better. And I think as a fan base in general, we, we have to support him. But we also have to look at the fact that he needs to heal. He needs time to heal. He doesn't need that extra added pressure. He's looking on Twitter or whatever and sees all these fans just going nuts, wanting him to return to the ring. That's great. But, you know, I, I don't think he needs to, to hear this aspect of, oh, man, he's going to be at WrestleMania. And, you know, there's, there's a whole aspect of him feeling like he's going to let down everybody as well. Not that he even looks on Twitter, looks at any of your guys' tweets, but just cold hard facts probably. But, you know, in all seriousness, I have interacted with a lot of toxic fans that, you know, they I think their heart's in the right place. I just don't think it's getting through their skull. You know, it's kind of like uh, I reckoned it to uh, uh, Bob Backlund as a heel. Everything he did was like his heart was in the right place. He was just a heel it was just toxic to the environment uh same way with like the anti-hardcore gimmick you know they're all about making wrestling what wrestling should be but they're a heel and it's it's that aspect that i'm getting this vibe from uh probably get a lot of hate from this probably not as much hate as some other Twitter wrestling personalities. Um, but I will say this, you know what? I do believe this is being thrown out there for Vince McMahon to get some ratings grabs because Vince, he's trying to improve the product uh, in a matter for ratings. He wants ratings. That's why we got the NXT call-ups. That's why uh, Bruce Pritchard is coming back. And AEW is getting under Vince a little bit. He's trying to get ahead of the of the game. Uh, can't blame him for that. But I will say this: 
couple fresh faces from NXT and Bruce Pritchard is not going to change the product when the big problem is Vince himself. Now, there's probably a lot of people out there that love Vince, and I love the character of Vince, but I hate the the wrestling mind of Vince. Uh, he's hit or miss, in my opinion. A lot of people give him credit, say he's a genius and whatnot. I think he he is hit or miss with me personally. Uh, you have things like uh, you know the hand that Mark Henry's the father of with Mae Young and a different shit like that. The recent NXT call-ups, Triple H hand-picked because these guys, uh, you know, have the most character. Some cases, the most charisma. You know, these are the guys that are resonating with the NXT crowd that they've been able to get over. These are the biggest names in NXT, really. And uh, it's interesting that he didn't pick Velveteen Dream, who wants to be on the main roster so bad, and who is probably the biggest character down in NXT, as well as, uh, I would argue, the most charismatic down in NXT. I think Triple H sees that Velveteen isn't as flushed out as he could be. And I would say it's arguable Triple H wants to hang on to a lot of this talent um, without you know, sacrificing them to Vince. Because despite... Despite the fact that these are the biggest names in NXT, he didn't send up anybody that he realizes Vince would just murder on the main roster. And there seems to be uh, this aspect that Vince doesn't believe these NXT guys can survive. Um, If you look at the guys that have come up, Vince has gone almost out of his way to sacrifice these guys to a WWE guy that he believes in in order to prove that Triple H isn't as good as him. And I will, I will, you know I mean? Let's look at Shinsuke Nakamura, who was super mega over talent. Fans love Shinsuke, super over NXT, comes up to the main roster and they put him on par with a jobbed out Dolph Ziggler. Then they just put him in a program with, uh, a, a very poorly booked Jinder Mahal. And it goes on from there. And then they put him in a program with AJ and does it, don't strap him. They turn him heel. You know, I mean, it's Shinsuke. The way Shinsuke Nakamura has been used has been a travesty for WWE. It really has. And despite, if you don't want to call the, you know, the, the racial aspect that WWE sometimes has, um, If you don't want to touch on that, just the aspect that Vince won't strap him with the world title because of something with NXT, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Samoa Joe hasn't been strapped yet. And Joe is super mega over. One of the top guys in WWE all over. And Vince has not pulled the trigger on Joe. Uh... I mean, yes, we can look at the Shield and say, well, look, these guys got over. They're from NXT. But the Shield, Vince really feels like the Shield was his thing. Like, he made the Shield, you know. So, it it is an interesting aspect uh, that apparently Vince is throwing uh, these four guys to the wolves, so to speak, in a 
you know, kind of uh, cutting off his nose to spite his face. You know, since they're Triple H's boys, they're not Vince's boys in that regard. Uh, especially after the Lars Sullivan incident, which Triple H took a lot of heat over. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Apparently, though, Ciampa and Gargano um, have the apple of Vince's eye at the moment, despite all this. And he thinks that they may be able to use them in uh, in a manner of either a tag or singles runs and, and get them over with the crowd. Uh, I personally hate the fact that we have two top heels from NXT in a face roll on the main roster. Drives me batty. Uh, if, if you don't understand what I'm talking about here, I would look back through some of our old episodes, especially the ones where I talk about face and heel dynamics um, and what that has to do with, with you know the roles in a wrestling match. Uh, so that is pretty much the gist of it except for the Ric Flair bash what do I expect from the Ric Flair bash my number one thing is how do you have a Ric Flair bash without Arn Anderson Arn Anderson recently released apparently there was a backstage altercation a backstage argument or something between Arn and Vince Uh, not a lot has been said about it not a lot has been said about what exactly happened except that Arn took some heat over some sort of incident and uh, you know apparently Arn and Vince don't always see eye to eye I can't imagine why and you know Arn Anderson is one of these guys he's not going to take a lot of shit off of anybody you know Arn Anderson is the man I've always been a huge Arn Anderson fan Uh, so man you know automatically I want to side with Arn on this but that's just my bias, um, and I I know my biases, so I would I would love to see where it comes out. Uh, the story on this, apparently, Arn also was the uh, producer for all of John Cena's stuff, and so uh, when John Cena was prevalent in the company, that might have saved Arn's ass more than once. So Cena's not around much anymore, and now neither is Arn. Uh, so we'll see what happens to Arn. I'm going to go ahead and throw out that Cody GIF right here. Hand to ear. Does this mean Arn's going to go to AEW? Hey, if he does, good for him. Um, you know, I imagine Arn Anderson would be a great addition to AEW backstage. So who knows? Who knows what we'll see? We already have Billy Gunn over there as a producer. Um, I'm not sure who else is in AEWS producers, but you couldn't do any better than getting Arn Anderson as well. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's the biggest biggest news out of a out of WWE right now. Uh, I can't imagine having that Ric Flair bash without Double A though. But in my opinion, this Ric Flair bash. This whole thing is just a step in the direction of Becky and Charlotte. I imagine what we'll end up getting is... Uh, I imagine we'll see Ric Flair in the disarmor tonight. That's that's what I would imagine WWE has planned. 
Uh, I can't see as mega heel as Charlotte is and doing this Ric Flair bash that you're not going to have something quirky happen. It's it's very odd. I mean, why would you have Flair come in? You know it's going to be a face and you have Charlotte as a super heel. It, it's just got nonsense written all over it to me. Uh, if Charlotte was a face, I think it would be totally different, but who knows what they got planned. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's in some fashion going to be used to get Becky Charlotte Ronda over for WrestleMania. Uh, besides that, other WWE news would be the recent releases. Uh, of course, Hideo Tommy asked for his release. They granted it. That just happened uh, recently. Ty Dillinger asked for his release. It was granted. And apparently TJP did not ask for his release, but it was also granted. Um, And former WWE talent Nick Miller, down from NXT, um, is now a part of Chaos in New Japan. So that is of note. That's going to do it for me today. For Square Circle Journal, Ringside Ramblings, I am Sam Keola, the Wrestling Connoisseur. Until next time.